Sounds wrong. Well, uh, no, I mean, well, you, you can you can say anything because oh, I can say anything because I'm flying out of here tomorrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I was like, most talks in the Middle East. And he's like, well, okay then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> a political busket. So words. I could say anything. Just fly out of here yeah. tomorrow. Uh, yeah, and off you go. Right. Yeah. Well. Leave you guys to handle all the le- the legal mumbo jumbo. You know? <laughs> whatever, whatever fallout yeah. happens. <laughs> well, maybe I should just hit the stop button right now. Then. participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the six talk podcast network also the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences discretion is advised well here we go the anime roundtable has gathered once again on this Sunday. I was about to say Thursday. We, we always I know, you, I know you almost said Thursday. We, I yeah. almost said Thursday because we usually tape yeah. back then on, on Thursdays, and we started taping Fridays, and now for the next little while, if we're going to tape, it's going to be on Sundays. So on the Sunday evening, July 15th, 2018, good evening from our Six Point studio in Toronto's West End, Mike Nicholas at the head of the table, and... We were looking for a couple of people, or coming up with ideas and trying to find people to do tonight's episode, but unfortunately, James Austin is not available. He's still lamenting the loss of England in the semifinals. Uh, Mohamed Shamarki's not here because um, he's probably celebrating France's win <laughs> in the World Cup <laughs> earlier today, and he had them predicted, if you remember, uh, in our predictions last episode. So uh, we're left to plan... Plan C, it's Neil Sinclair. Oh, good. I'm Plan C. Yeah, you're Plan C. Well, you're sitting on the third microphone. You took you took microphone C tonight I'm, anyway. I'm glad I'm not Plan B. Um. <laughs> and we have a, a kind of a special guest, more of an inside thought, but um, a special guest to, to do this show for the first time, although he's a familiar face to all of us, but making his debut on the, on, on the round table. Who's, and he's known about this show for years, but I'm so, so glad he can do this show for once before he heads back overseas. Mohammed Abdel Hadi is, uh, is sitting on mic two. We gave him the honor of sitting on mic two tonight. Yeah, glad to be on mic two. Yes. Well, it's been a while, and, and, and here's the thought, and I'm going to like rewind just as an inside, inside thought for everyone listening, listening for our longtime listeners. Um, when Neil and I ran, helped run... I had nothing to do with running anything. Well, <laughs> when, 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 when we ran the... Uh, when we were running the anime club at York University back in the day, and we're talking a long, long t- enough time ago. Like, you were one of my key guys, Neil. Yeah. Mohammed here was was clearly one of my key guys. Mohammed as well. was one of the responsible. Oh, ones. he was the responsible yeah. one. Well, he's, he did the he did all the, he did yeah. he's the guy that did all the the grunt work for me uh, during those years. So, um, to the uh, peop, to anyone who listens at York and or or 
is are members of that club at York University. He's a key guy from way back. So, and and he's well thought out. We're we're gonna pick his pick his brain over the next hour, maybe two, just to see what li- what life is like in many respects. But, um, Mohammed, I'm I'm just really glad to see you. Well, glad to be here. I mean, it's been a while since I've actually been able to really sit down with the the same guys like you and Neil and. Every time I come visit, it's just quick, quick hellos and goodbyes, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad to be here. And just for the record, I was brought to the secret location blindfolded, so I really don't know <laughs> where the studio is. And I, don't, I think it's going to remain that way for a while. Yeah, check, but, uh, <laughs> check is in the mail. Check. <laughs> uh, much obliged. Um, um, <laughs> well, you see, he was here. Like, just, uh, just quickly on, uh, on Mohammed, he... He does live overseas, and we're going to get to that in a little bit. But he was here on—he's here on family business. So um, his uh, his—he has—he has family here, and he just came to visit them and help them settle settle into new surroundings. So, well, glad to be here. And uh, reflecting upon um, those days back in York, um, running the anime club with with all of you, um, brings back so many good memories. Yes, uh, it was such a good time for for all of us. Um, all the friendships we made, and and I think we made an impact. I think when I went back to York many years later, um, well, how even, long ago? Oh, I was there maybe about four years ago. Okay. Oh, yeah, on your last visit. Yeah, my last visit, and it had changed so much. The, the surroundings, yeah. um, new buildings everywhere, almost unrecognizable. Um, but still, you know, a little bit of nostalgia here and there. Uh, going to the old places where we used to hold the showings. Uh, the lecture halls. Uh, I remember uh, how we used to fight to get like a decent <laughs> hall with a working projector. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, we'd have to scramble last minute to try to find one. Oh um, yeah. Well, that, that's all. Yeah. Bygone days. Really. Bygone days. Thankfully. Thankfully. Well, it's not our. It's not our. It's, it's just. Stuff, yeah. It's just not our problem anymore. Well, it's because we the club owns a projector now. I mean, that's that makes a big difference. Um, we don't have to like kowtow to the UV de- or you. Yeah, yeah, you remember? I think we. Yeah. I, I think there was some. Uh, there was some. Uh, I remember some illegal bribes involved. You know, involved in donuts uh, and coffee. You know? Yeah, I think so. Probably. Yeah, there yeah. was something like that. You know, to the UV department every now and then. Last time uh, I saw you was actually at. Remember, we went to the movie <laughs> at the Japan Foundation too. Yeah. Yeah. So again, we're carrying yeah, on a tradition. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I, I feel we felt I feel we've left an impact and and, and a place um, at, at York, uh, especially now that there are so many people coming into the university. There's an established club, and as you said, there's they have their own equipment now. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the subway has helped too. You you don't you know that the subway is now up at York University. Yes, too. I've been, we've been hearing about that since we were in school. And they've been know. promising it. They've been promising forever. It. Um, it's really not a. No buses go on camp, or buses go around mm-hmm. the out, like the periphery of campus, but they don't go into the subway station in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so, like subway domain, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's stupid. Um, yeah. I've I've issues with. I don't think that the subways in that area mm-hmm. actually benefit that community at all. It's mm-hmm. every it's um, yes York because it's a commuter mm-hmm. thing, but I don't think people who live in the area benefit really. No. And and to be and, and actually building upon what what you just said, I remember I think correct me if I'm wrong, but when we were doing our showings, uh, we've had some requests from people on mail just telling us how do we get to York? Yeah, this was back in what ninety five ninety six, 
And they were some I of them. Want to give, yeah. I don't want to give an exact uh, exact year, but uh, it's a little slightly later than that. But yeah, it was easy to get. It's easy to get lost getting there, right. and it's easy to get lost right. on campus. Right now, it's different. Now anybody can reach you. I still get asked people asking for directions when I'm over there. Though if I go oh, over, wow. if I go over to the dentist and I'm walking back, <laughs> s- someone will be like, "How do I get to it?" And it's like I don't know. That didn't exist ten years ago. You know. Um, or sometimes it's like, oh, go through there. <laughs> but there's a wall there. <laughs> yeah. So well, it wasn't there two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lots changed there. It's is. quite changed. Um, there's a new student center. I haven't been in it. I don't even know it's open, but it's there. I didn't even know they were doing a new student center. Um, Spy Osgood Hall. They've got to see someday. Yeah, you should go by. Um, I can take the subway. Take the subway, exactly. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to drive it's up It's the anymore. only convenient way to get there, yeah. These days, I'm sure. Well, I mean, it's like so house. what happened, just quickly, what happened to the old student center then? Uh, is it still there? It's or is still it there. Uh, well, I mean, it's still attached to York Lanes and the student center. Re- that one, yeah. And I honestly don't think anything has changed. I think it's always just a struggle for more room for the clubs. And they're constantly being... Shuffled around. Shuffled and around stuff. and shoved out of places. I mean... You remember how, um, I mean, Yama started with a relatively big office. We were, we were sharing with the uh, York uh, RPG. Yeah, yeah. And then um, our space was like halved. I don't even know how big the office is now. Well, then we, they, they moved it downstairs, yeah. and then... And we were sharing with, like, three different clubs? They're, 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 they're managing... From what last I checked, they're managing okay. Yeah. So, and really... It's not our thing anymore, right? I would hope because of the student center or something that they do have, you know, room. To I think use. I think they're ha- more than I think they're like I, I can't speak for them now, but I think you know, knowing them, they'll figure out a way. Yeah, and that's well, not I think, for us to worry. I about. think that was the basic unwritten rule of the club: we'll figure out a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that um, it certainly was, and you know, the bun- the bunch of us I, were good. I mean, at I that. was there for what three presidencies. Sort of, pretty much, ish. Um, Three presidencies, yeah. You, Simon, mm-hmm. uh, and Mike, mm-hmm. pretty much, <coughs> and, and I guess Vlad too, to some. So, so four. Yeah. yeah. So you were, you you saw well. You were there longer than you. You were the last to really leave. So I mean, I saw the various efforts by different club members, mm-hmm. <coughs> like Mike's fundraising with the you know various. finding a propane tank for the barbecue and stuff like that. <laughs> That's another story. We, we best not talk about the propane tank much longer than just its mere yeah, mention. That's it. I just mentioned it. I'm not going to go any We're further. We're not going to go any further oh, with I'm that. Go, it's yeah. probably a good yeah, idea yeah. not to. <laughs> okay, so where do we start our conversation tonight? Um, well, let's start with where, where, uh, when, when, where I met up with uh, Mohammed. Because yeah. um, we met up like last Friday uh, during, I think, a round of 16 match. During some of the we we met up at a freaking pub to okay. meet up meet up meet up uh, and watch watch it. Oh, it was the Brazil Bel- Brazil, and Brazil and Belgium, Belgium game. Brazil That's what we what just went out to, for something to just a snack and, and some drinks. So, um, in, in my case, I'm non-alcoholic, but but it's not necessarily the story here for us is not necessarily the fact we went out to watch it. It was where we watched it. And we ended up watching it on Young Street in the Young and Shepherd area. Mm-hmm. A couple months ago, we mentioned it briefly. 
it was, or yeah, yeah, well, in episode, in what's now, I guess, can be termed episode zero of anime, of this incarnation of Anime Roundtable, we talked about the, the van attack. We talked about the Young Street yep. van attack, and we went to where yep. it essentially happened, where the, where... We walked up the street and... Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I mean, obviously you were still overseas, hmm. and... I mean, but you knew what had happened. I think and because I, you, you, yeah, because it, you'd it, it been was globally, staying there. Yeah, it was yeah. globally broadcasted everywhere, the incident, and, um, and everyone was watching it with concern uh, because it, it is something that is, is not uh, common to, to Canada in general, mm-hmm. uh, this type of incident. And you're coming from, and you live these days, you live these days in... In Dubai. In Dubai. It used to right. be Egypt. Uh, used to be Egypt before, yes. Yeah, so you've been pla- you've been to some you've hot been places. Oh, yeah. Well, it isn't just yeah. you've oh, yeah. been yeah. places, but you've been to places that had been in the that, no, yeah, Egypt, that had Egypt, been Egypt experienced um, a security meltdown in 2011. Uh, so yeah, I, I've been in in, in hot situations, uh, no denying. Um, but yeah, but then you hear about these things, and and sometimes you get desensitized to it. But from all from the frequency of how it happens, when it happens, but. When you think about you know Canada and this is this is the street you used to hang out on, this is the places you used to visit and places you used to eat mm-hmm. and go, and then you see this kind of thing happen, you really wonder uh, about the randomness of it, and that makes you even wonder like, gosh, you know, this could happen anywhere and at any time. Yeah, well, th- so, that's another story. Like yeah. the the whole like the whole crux of the whole like I mean, we don't have to talk too much about the incident itself. Uh, I, I will say, however, like. I, I spent most of Friday not just with uh, with Mohammed, but I, but with some other friends, and we we basically I basically spent the entire afternoon and evening, or pretty much pretty Over much there. until in that area, and, and we were walking essentially the entire route of the attack, and I didn't realize we were I, I was basically hanging out on on Young Street between Shepherd and Finch the entire day that entire day or that entire afternoon, and I didn't realize how far that 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 van yeah. was able to drive mm-hmm. basically basically my day started where the incident ended and then my day basically ended where the incident started well there was a uh leaked memo this weekend so uh basically a warning of a possible incident yes that was on friday yeah mm-hmm. so and there and there was an increased presence at various tourist attractions are, here in the yeah, city yeah and mm-hmm. as of this weekend there are an additional 300 cops mm-hmm. doing night patrol mm-hmm. until oh well, yeah whenever. isn't isn't just that 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 cuz there were been two gang been, shootings yeah and there's been mm-hmm. and they again gang one of those was where i hang around too down on, in kensington it was just mm-hmm. You know, around the burrito place, mm-hmm. but and and I know that this sounds bad, but I don't feel threatened by that because I'm not a gang member. I'm not one of the people who are going to be targeted for that particular type of event. So if I get hit, it's because someone is a bad shot, not because they're they're actually targeting me. I, I think I think that's that's perfectly normal to 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 feel that because. I think one of the first things that goes on in people's heads is when something like that happens is the why and yeah. the circumstances. And then it, you rationalize it exactly like you like you said. is like, well, this is obviously targeted. This isn't just random violence. So you get lulled into this sense of safety because, yeah, obviously, why would anybody target you? But the thing, but the thing on Young Street, no, that was... Exactly. That's yeah. the opposite. More that's, that's different. The that's the opposite. Yes. Yeah. 
But but you did but handling the, what we just said about handling it, I think is a fair point. Really, just go on. Yeah, just go on. Don't give the person credit. Yep. Like mourn the people who were involved, yep. but don't make an issue of it because that's yep. what the that's what a person like this would like, mm-hmm. and that's what a person who was following this. Mm would do that would that kind of thing increases the copycat nature of a crime i think in this case absolutely uh so yeah just just go on live your lives and realize this person was a piece of garbage but but don't belabor the fact yeah and which leads me to this thought about young street and I have to say this, and we and I was. It's so I, clean. It's a no. It's a, I have nothing bad to say about Young Street. The thing is, <laughs> it isn't bad at all. I mean, I won't go. I well, you say you say oh, your thought. In when when I was a kid, like in high school on PD days, um, we lived in the, out in the country. We went to a, a semi-rural high school. It was in a small town, and uh, my friend's dad worked in. Um, Parliament, the Parliament buildings. Um, so he would, we would get, we would sleep in at my friend's place. He'd wake us up. We'd go downtown with him, and we would go to like the gaming stores and the pinball arcades and things like that. None of that exists on Young Street anymore, really. I mean, all of the arcades are gone. All of the gaming stores that were there, and there were at least three or four on on Young Street. And um, the most memorable, ble- ah, blah, 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 sorry, the most memorable being Mr. Gamesway's Ark, which actually was where the House of Lords is or was now again. Mm-hmm. And it had a full mock-up of the old Enterprise Bridge on its second floor. But heart rate fastening, heart rate fastening. <laughs> Isn't it awesome? You know, the, you know the the captain's chair and everything. Um, there was another place that some of their sales, they would let you haggle. And if you haggled poorly, they'd hit you on the head with a rubber mallet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. For, for, um, for, for bad form? or yeah, for... Both. Yeah. Both, yeah. 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 Um, but th- that's gone. There's none of that. There, there, are, um, there are no head shops. Someone posted in the weird Toronto news group, and what is this strange thing called a head shop? And it's like, they were all over the place. You went there to get your bongs and black light posters. I mean, they were, they were you know, I was, I was a young kid who really didn't smoke a lot of pot. Well, except with my cousin. But that's a different story. Uh, and uh, I knew about that stuff. That's where you went to buy a heavy metal t-shirt. Uh, and Young Street is not that anymore. Young Street is like... It's a different thing. Fast food Thai restaurant. Yes, but it, I mean, you know, and it's, not, it's different, but it's it's a different type of fascinating. There's only two strip clubs. Well, I well, there are probably more, had... but there are. Two, I mean, the Brass Rails, which um, is from Flashdance. Yes, and another one whose name I don't know. Okay, <laughs> and we'd rather not repeat. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, Flash. I think I think one of the reasons that that one is still there is possibly because Flash Dance. It had a name, yeah. and it capitalized on that. I don't know how in Toronto the good, which is sickeningly whatever. Sick, well, I'm not totally sure about that nickname. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it is. Uh, I don't like the Young and Dundas area because it looks too much like everywhere else. Uh, the person who designed that area came and took a look at it and also thought it looked horrible and bemoaned the fa- fact that they had actually done that. Done that. Um, there are old 
signs from old good businesses like Sam the Record Man and that hanging up there, and they're like they're like headhunter trophies. They oh, yeah, are because they, that's literally on top of a, t- a skyscraper. Yeah, now. they are the signs of what used to be there, what used to be really cool, and now they're just neon. It's a little. <laughs> yeah, I think we've gone too far, right? Oh, so oh, yeah. the personality's gone uh, downtown. Yeah, uh, world's biggest bookstore, I think, was the last place down there that had any character. Oh yeah, that's and, long gone. Yeah, it's long gone. That was gone two years ago. Mm-hmm. So there's there's nothing down there that says Toronto. Nothing. It's like Nordstrom. No, uh, it just says. Generic big city. Generic big city with giant neon billboards. It could be, you're right, you're absolutely right. It could be an intersection basically anywhere in North America. Yeah. All you do is put a, whip up a giant Ferris wheel, jam it down there, and all of a sudden it's, you know, London or whatever. <laughs> London-ish. Yeah, yeah London-ish. <laughs> yeah, London light. Well, and then keep in mind, there's a, remember, we, oh, yeah. we, we made fun of the scramble, of scramble crossings at Anime North. There's a scramble crossing there. Yeah. Oh, oh friggin' Doug Ford wants a damn... Ferris wheel. Well, that was back in the day. Back in the back, day. Well, Hopefully, it, he will not. That will not arise again because it's stupid. Because his and, brother's there. Because uh, um, yeah, because Doug's there. Doug's the premier now. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um, I I think it's tasteless, and it's copying other major metropolitan centers, and that makes it more tasteless. Yeah. You you miss the character, don't you? I do. Um, I don't want to say I, I miss the porn stores, but. I, I miss a certain amount of sleeves. Oh, you can download that. Yeah, no, I know, I know you can. That's why it's not there. Yeah, but those kind but, of places are the kind of places you went to build your character. You or know? you so went, I, rem- or I remember or going you there and buy them and like, yeah. ooh, that's not naughty. Or something. buy them. I, I sometimes I walked into them. You know? I take my hat off. It's normal. Yeah, you know? I take my hat off. Yeah, you go, yeah, you go inside. Just check it out. I mean, it's part of our culture. There's a there's a yeah. there's a place down there still, which has a giant dildo that is in the shape of a fist. It's in the store window. Um, I like that because I want people to have a little bit of a shock. Right. Uh, as, as far as I understand, not having been there, that the same horrible change went over uh, New York. That you don't have any of the, that seediness in the core anymore. And I think that you need some of it. I, I don't know. That's a fair statement. I, also, I mean, I can't say I agree or disagree. Like the Waverly totally Hotel, agree, but I don't. I just don't know what to, that, that's. Just something I have to. I would have to process to yeah. be honest. Like again, the silver dollar sign is going to be mounted up there too as a trophy to the. Besides modern, Sam the Record Man, yeah, sign? yeah, yeah. Is it re- seriously beside? Yeah, isn't that horrible? At least put some distance. They're, they're putting it up there though, and it's like, okay, yeah, great blues club. Oops, we don't have it anymore. Uh, the only place people will ever see it is Adventures in Babysitting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe that's sort but along Young Street, um, when you go further north in North York, uh, on Young Street into North York, I, okay, give me a thought on that area immediately then. uh, Young young Shepherd, Young young Finch. Bong Sushi. That's the only thing I can think of that's up there that's, that's worth anything. Um, I, mean, I found it charming, but, that, but charming. then again, I don't know what. To, then like, again, what, I haven't been there. All like Mel Lastman Center, or, or Square. Well, I, we pass by it. See, there's it's 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 not memorable though. That's it's, true. It's, it's not a fair statement. Yeah, I mean, at least New City Hall is in in a Star Trek episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Well, I, I have very good memories in the public library. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Public library in North York. Used to go there a lot. 
do a lot of reading. No, seriously. See, uh, oh, there's a liquor store. Um, and there's a liquor store. That big liquor store that's like that used to be like, what was it, North York City Hall or something or something? They they converted it all into a liquor store. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, really, <laughs> it really is. I mean, I always told you I, I went up there because of gar- because I had to get go to a license office. Uh, there's a there's a like in that in the Young Shepherd area. So. I mean, I pointed out the building to you, or I pointed out the building when I was there. They've been um, redoing some of the buildings because I know for retail purposes. I'm not, I'm not totally sure that would be to your agreement. Yeah, I'm not a big necessarily retail I mean, renovation. I mean, yeah, there's cafe, there's restaurants, cafes. I mean, I liked the. Well, like I, I said, I, Bong I was, Sushi is up there. Yeah, I know. Um, I was charmed. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed going, uh, be hanging out there the entire that entire day okay. uh, for what it's worth, anyway. Just to take it, in, just to take in what it's like these days in light of what happened. But then, you know, uh, met up with a couple of other friends. Went out, uh, met up with. Um, oh, here's a here's a name for to haunt Adam if he ever listens to this show. Met up with Squirrely because um, you know I, we always relayed messages to Squirrely back then uh, to Adam, and Adam had no clue who Squirrely was. <laughs> I would withhold their real name from him. So their identity has been secret all this time. All this time to him. So and, and Squirrely knows who they are. So <laughs> they know who they are. They they know who they are. So uh, because um, I get messages from them all the time. Uh, um, one of the few followers on the uh, uh, on the show's Twitter feed at Anime Roundtable. What do you think of the remodeling uh, around Young and Eglinton at the Eglinton Center? I haven't seen it to be honest. That's the thing. I don't really see. See, see I don't again, always it's just get there. there. It's not a. It's not a. Like it's the thing is the fact maybe I haven't gone there may say a, uh, like doesn't say a lot. It's just there is. I guess that there hasn't been anything out there to really pull me there. I don't. What I don't like in the city, I because I, I have I have torn feelings about it. Uh, Frankenstein architecture, where you take. Like an old venerable building, say a hundred years ago, and then and integrated yeah. into part of the new building. Essentially, exactly, yeah. Probably the most famous example of it in this city is the former Air Canada Center, it's now called well, Scotiabank Arena, the, yeah. where the Leafs play, where or, the Leafs and Raptors um, play, or the Rom. The Rom, which oh, looks well, like it's got a giant parasite, like a crystal parasite growing out of it. Yeah, I think I think the most infamous it's, one. In sports it's an alien was. ship. Yeah, and they just decided to land where the Rom is. And you just you're you're kind of describing Soldier Field in Chicago too. When you're going down, I forget what the building is. It's part of U of T, um, on like just above college. You have on one side this kind of venerable clock tower, kind of parliament building looking thing, and then on the other side is this glass blob. You can't, but you you generally can't see that they're a fusion of each other unless you are like looking at them si- on on sideways. It's it's really strange. Yeah, that that kind of thing throws ba- me off too. Yeah, basically, would you would you say they should lose their heritage designations? Because that's what happened to Soldier Field when something when they redid it. It basically basically put a spaceship in it. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say because I would like to see those areas preserved in some point. preserved at some point. There's a park actually somewhere in the city. I forget where it is. Which has a lot of building fronts and stuff in it. They've just like taken them and put them there, and that sounds really cool. Because I'd rather see them at least isolated in like a weird little park than mm-hmm. totally gone. True. Ah, oh, well, 
Anyway, as I said, having, the thing is, after going up there, it had been year, a couple of years since I really hang, hung out there in any form, up in, into the North York, yeah. Young, in North York and Young Street. Uh, I, let's just say I enjoyed being up there. Funny part was, um, you probably don't remember the Twister Karaoke Club. Yes. Do you remember? It's at the corner of uh, Young, Young and Finch. Co- yeah. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. I was surprised. I, I just was surprised to see that because we've been there. A I think they times. get an insane amount of business. That's though. probably why I still. Yeah, there. but uh, it's probably probably one of the more popular. It's, it's probably the, it's open the, late, isn't it? Like that's like probably three a big part or something. Of it. That's probably a big yeah, part of its yeah. popularity. Yeah. I think it's like the the it might be the big one in that area. So nice area. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, as I said, I keep saying, um, I want to help the area. I want to help uh, out what ha- in, ter- in the in light of what happened. Just visit it. Visit it. Yeah. Have dinner there. Yeah, I mean, we had dinner at a, a like Squirrely and Company. Gave, uh, we had dinner at um, at a at a Katsu at a, at a Katsu okay, place, okay. which was um, really nice. The, I, the, whose name I forgot. The Korean restaurants are really good there. Most most of them, and again, do not expect you to pay for those tiny little millions of appetizers they give you. So you basically have at least two or three meals free at the, <laughs> as you're eating. Um, it's nice. I like that. Um, I really like Owl of Minerva. Oh, sure. That's, we, I think we, we saw that, too. We saw it, yes. Yeah. It, it, and that's kind of a infamous, I've, I think a famous I, um, Korean... There are like three of them in the city? Maybe four? There's one in Mississauga. There's They're all four of them. 24 and yeah, yeah. hours. Um, we occasionally get like the entrees in our, my grocery store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then and then the, and then like that's a Korean area. So there, we went we we popped into a couple of a Korean like a Korean supermarket yep. and a couple doors down a yeah. housewares cosmetic store. I think run by the same same by the people who run the grocery. Fun little place. You bought and you bought some stuff here. Yeah, for your I, 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 bought, I, I bought I uh, bought from my mom uh, roasted uh, sweet potatoes. Oh yeah, uh, because she's a big fan of those and. Uh, and uh, I, luckily, I found it there roasting in that roaster, oh. and I just picked those last two pieces up. It was a hot day, too. Yeah, it was a hot day, Brave too. Brave man. Yeah, yeah. Well, my mom's happy, so. <laughs> <laughs> they settled in? They settled in okay? They've settled in okay where they are now? Yeah, yeah, all settled Cause, yeah, in. Because when you were here, because over the last couple, like, how many weeks have you been here? Two weeks, right? Yeah. Roughly two weeks? Yeah. I mean, he, you, were, you, you were actually staying in the, uh, in the, in the Young, Young Shepherd, Shepherd area. area. Yeah. That's, where we, that's why we met up there. Okay. And then you're helping them move, and yeah. they've settled in okay. Well, okay, so one of the other things we ended up talking about and at the 30-minute mark, <laughs> roughly. Now, you, we, when we were talking, you, you talked a little bit of, like, over the years while we were, like, when, we, when you weren't around and we were able to be in touch in some form. You told me about, went at length about how anime fandom and manga, and manga have have gone over in the places you've lived in since. Well, I'm I'm originally from Egypt, so uh, when I went back to live there for a while, for work, um, I noticed that, especially with the aid of like social media, like Facebook, um, people have been talking more and more about our. I don't want to call it our anime heritage. I want to call it about anime heritage in general, where in the Middle East, people have been watching anime in one way or another since forever since like Grandizer and Mezinger started showing up, uh, it has been translated into the local languages, which made it have such a big reach in the region. So that's how people like me started. So my whole generation, I'm not going to say what generation I'm at. I'm not going to say what age I am. But um, our generation, uh, when we hear the theme song for Grandizer, uh, we just get chills. Yeah. You know, and that, that theme song was translated into Arabic. 
using the same uh, tune and music as the original Japanese version. Um, so this whole generation has, has grown up watching such animes, and there's the whole list of them. Um, and then uh, over the years, we've seen uh, some uh, fans who start sketching manga, who start following up anime on the download sites, and then they start forming this collective on the social media. And somehow this critical mass formed, and in, in about five years ago, they launched the first ever um, anime convention in, at a university, uh, one of the universities downtown in Cairo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I attended that event, and the Japan found Japan Foundation was supporting uh, with some logistics. And you remember uh, what year? Um, I'm not clear what year. I think it was 2012. I think it was 2012, if I'm not mistaken. That was the first year it launched, and um, I was just you know amazed by the number of people who showed up. It was about 2,000 people, and some of them were even bussed in from like far locations in in, in the country. Hmm. Um, yeah, they just they basically set up their own uh, meeting points in all sorts of cities and just got together, rented buses, and just came to the town to the, to the, to Cairo <clears throat> to participate. And uh, some of them even had cosplays prepared, which was also another you know shock. You know that how how grassroots this has become or has been becoming over the years, aided by social media, aided by. Uh, all these download servers and making this anime available now to the point where now there's also just like we had fan subs in from Japanese to English we have now fan subs Japanese to Arabic so uh, this this is where we at we're at right now uh, so it's making the reach of anime more and more accessible uh, to the non-english speaking um, communities in, in in that area and um, going from from Egypt going to Dubai uh, where I work now um, Last year I attended, uh, sorry, this year, this April, I attended the Middle East Comic Con Festival, which was science fiction, uh, fantasy, anime, video gaming. Uh, it's the biggest event of its kind in, in the Gulf area, in the Middle East. Attended so bas- by, basically yeah. a Comic Con for the Middle East. Basically Precisely. Basically Comic Con for the Middle Precisely. East. Precisely. And it was started by two gentlemen, uh, na- one by the name of Ali Khan and uh, one by the name of David Caddy. And they're just fans like us and they decided to make a business out of it started about seven years ago and this year they've actually sold the event to an international comic-con uh organization that manages these events and this april which where they held the last one they had sixty thousand visitors um which for a a city like dubai that's some nice number is nice you know and for 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 that region is a very good number uh not only that we had major sponsors come in we had netflix uh come in with a huge setup and a lost in space kind of you know uh studio setup where you can get on the spaceship and get photographed and do all sorts of cool stuff um this was just awesome because i love that show by the way you yeah curb your, enthousi- curb your enthusiasm well i i, I, I love that show i have to say that you know yeah, sorry lost in space yeah yes the I reboot really, is the, the vehicle the, I, I see i yeah. see i see envy in his i see oh, yeah. envy in his um, eyes i really like the chariot i hate to say it like i haven't watched <laughs> i haven't watched all of the first season yet but the chariot is very nasa designed yeah um, there is a it's Lego design. Yeah, well, mega, me, no, not mega, no mega constructs. Mega constructs, even yeah. They they're they're a Montreal based company. Yeah. Um, they basically did did mm. that rover, 
as one of their like pro builder yeah. kits last year. Yeah. Uh, I hope it did well. They have crap distribution in in Canada, really bad distribution in Canada. You should, like, see, you should see the expression on Neil's face right now saying that. <laughs> really, he means bad. business. I, it was so damned hard to get some of these things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like again the grassroots movement where people are like buy sell trading them and middlemanning the stuff from different stores, but for some reason for I mean they're they are owned or distributed by Mattel, yeah. and for some reason Canada has just, blah, you know, especially bad since now Canada has the some of the only Toys R Uses in the world. Yeah, that's yeah. only Toys R Uses left. Left. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean so we we should be getting something? <laughs> I don't know. That's assuming a lot though. I, that's speaking as a toy purchaser, yeah. Uh, I, I was very sad to hear about that Toys R Us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Toys R Us going down in the, Absolutely. In the States. They they yeah. are they overcharge. Um they're bad. They have crappy um, again, stockpiling and stuff, but they are one of the better places to go, and I like to see an actual store as opposed to something online. Once again, the charm. Uh, I'm, you know, if you take, if you, as a kid going to Toys R Us, and maybe or taking a kid to Toys R Us, even if it's a relative or a nephew or whatever, you know, it's just the look on their face. You know, yeah. you see when they're going in the store. That's you can't buy that on a lot online. You can't look you can't, at this stuff. You can't. You can't look at something online like that. Um, I think part of the failure of Toys R Us in the U.S. Well, it was obviously um, the fact that they were bought what three years ago and had another base company's debt placed on them. Like, congratulations, you now owe was several million dollars because we purchased you and shifted that debt. Um, so that happened. Um, Mattel forced them to buy a lot of Disney crap from the new um, movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the new movies were necessarily bad. I'm just saying that some figures in the new movies really didn't sell and still had them thrust upon the stores. Kind of like, um, kind of like uh, Disney's credo to that every movie theater has to hold uh, like a Disney film for three weeks. Ah, my local, my my local uh, drive-in. This is a story. Yeah. This is a story. You, do you know this? I, I'm aware of this story. Did I tell you about this, though? I, I heard it on the radio. Oh, okay. I, I heard this story on the radio. Because my local drive-in in near Guelph is not um, showing Solo or um, what else? something else, Ant-Man maybe, because Disney requires that three to six month week yeah, I think thing, it's yeah. like it's, I think it's three weeks, but yeah. if it's six weeks, it's even worse. It might have been. But six the thing weeks is, the thing solo. is, for small towns, you know, they have to rotate them a lot yeah. more frequently because three weeks, you're, you're going to get everybody who's going to want to see it at that theater already right? seeing it in the first two weeks, probably within the first two days. Yeah, yeah. And then that's it. it. It's but a then, really then, bad policy for small theaters. Yeah, that's that seems to be that's what it sounds like. I and mean, play, these, we're spoiled. Like, this area is spoiled yeah. in that sense. But in a small town, I can see that logic. Yeah. Uh, I can see start to see that logic because there's... Um, I think it's worse at a drive-in? Yes. And I know, there, I know there's a, like, um, yeah, I went... To, there's a drive-in just in the uh, in Oakville. Okay. There, the five drive-in. That's been there forever. It has five theaters? Or it is it called... Three, it, has, it has three. It's called, it it's called four. Okay. But it has okay. three screen, okay. active screens now. And they're, like, all of them on a... All of them do... Um, do, uh, Same thing or du- double? Oh, okay. they, they do uh, d- d- double features. Okay, every yeah, every yeah. every weekend, right? But 
I think I think they have three different screens, and each of them show double features. And I think maybe because of that, they're able to rotate it a little better because then you know yeah. one's on one rotation, and then the next week another screen starts another rotation, and then basically they're basically one of those two screens. That one does, of the screens that does every definitely week that does will definitely probably have something free different. Them up. But when you're when you're a one screen drive-in or a one screen theater, yeah, you're screwed. That sounds problematic. But I know that story. Yeah. So I know so <laughs> back but back to Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it's the same. It 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 very much ties in. And I think that if Toys R Us wants to be uh fiscally lucrative, they have to have um the choice and they have to have competitive prices. Uh a lot of I there's a lot of stuff I see in dollar stores that are getting shipped that a lot of products are getting shifted to dollar stores. And don't even see Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. And if I can it's, buy, it's, it's it's straight two sometimes. Yeah, if it's, I can it, if I can it, buy it something in two. a dollar store for four dollars that Toys R Us is charging six for, the choice is pretty evident. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I think I'm the guy who now has his microphone pointed improperly. <laughs> He's going for more water, tap water, right? Yes. Tap okay. Water. Well, uh, so so there's so we talked fan. So you just mentioned fandom as it would be. Yep. So in, in, in the in comic book, we had we had some many of the same features we've you, seen. You showed me some pictures. You showed me a yep. couple pictures yep. of like a Filipino cosplayer, really, like who's who's become quite popular in that area. Yes, she, we actually in Dubai we have um, quite a, a large uh, Filipino community, and um, uh, they are one of the main forces behind fandom in Dubai. Hmm. So not probably just, because yeah. a lot of them have settled. Yeah, because. Well, I've settled in that area for various reasons. Yeah, we had a modeling competition for building models, uh, Gundam models, or sorts of stuff like that. We had a cosplay uh, contest uh, from all sorts of genres, whether it's science fiction, fantasy, or anime. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had uh, the full cast of uh, the main characters from Lost in Space show up. Uh, we've had uh, Ezra Miller from the Flash series. Yes, we've I know had, Ezra. Uh, I've heard of that name. Yeah, uh, we've I mean, had... this was really. I mean, <laughs> all the way to well, Dubai is. It's 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 one of the main commercial hubs. It's a, in the it's region. a hub in the in the region, culturally and commercially. Okay. Uh, so we had Carl Urban show up from the Star Trek series and mm-hmm. others. We've had um, the character who plays Hodor. In uh, in uh, he's like looking Game through the list Thrones. again. Yeah, Christian Nairn. It's a long list, and uh, and many others. We had Jason David Frank. Anybody remember that name? The Green Ranger from the Power- Green yes. Ranger from Power. I, I was about to I was I was about to say Red Ranger, but uh, <laughs> that's that's somebody else. Uh, I think that was that. I think that was Austin St. John, who who is long who I I read up on his uh, what he'd been up to. Apparently, he's become a first response. A first responder, I think, a firefighter since then. Wow! So they've come. They, the, like a lot of them have gone along. Like a lot. Uh, like the 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 characters we used to grow up with have gone come a long way too. The popular mm-hmm. ones you just mentioned, yeah. David J- David Jason Frank, right? Like he, he, I know, I know he dabbled in. I know he dabbled in um, MMA for a while too. Yeah. So, but he obviously he he still has some notoriety. Um, Amy Jo Johnson settled in Toronto, the w- woman who played uh, Pink Ranger and has yep. done various projects yep. since. She settled in Toronto when she, because she married a Canadian, I think. Oh, she yeah. she taped, uh, remember, she used to tape Flashpoint here too, uh, which was a popular um, show on CTV and for a couple of years on CBS. Um, David Yost, I think his name was, he, he was mm-hmm. the Blue Ranger, Billy. And I know he came, I, I know he's, 
think from what I remember, he's active in the LGBTQ community. Yeah. So now, and the only person you you feel bad, uh, the only person we'd be remiss to met if we didn't mention Tui Tran. She passed away in two thousand twenty and two thousand one, right around the same time as nine eleven. And her her death was lost in the headlines, obviously yeah. at the time. So. But yeah, that, I, I I can go. That one was uh, that the fact. There's a name from the past right there. So, yeah. and, and in all that, and uh, in, in our little conversation there, somehow Neil was able to go to the washroom. You washed your hands. I did. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> um, I, I want to get because I, I want. So, sorry. Finish your thought. Finish I your was thought. going to uh, comment on the fact again. You you mentioned Netflix. Um, yeah. Netflix is everywhere. It, it is seems now. and. They are producing so many independent productions as well. I mean, yes. South Park made a joke about it in an episode, <laughs> but it's it's true. I mean, Netflix is cranking out stuff, yeah. and some yeah. of it is good. Some oh. of it is good. Some of it is. Are you worried about the sustainability? I don't know because 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 that's sometimes a, ta- a discussion point with all this with Netflix. Netflix is an alternative to big studios in a way. I don't I, I don't know what Del Toro would say about that or Edgar Wright. I would love to I would love to get a comment from and it's never gonna happen um, about that. But there is some there is some really good stuff. I mean I, I, I mean I've yet to watch any more like I was a big Joel, Joel McHale fan of so I I, wa- I used to love the soup. He has a show there now. How is that? Uh, I've only watched one episode it's feels like the soup. Because I've because again um, <laughs> But but without the uh, without the restrictions okay, on yeah. television. So. Um, big community fan, so mm-hmm. somehow that shunted me I, into. Did I, did I tell you I saw him in, in person? I saw no, him. No, like I went. I like this was like in 2012. I went up all the way to Casino Rama. My friend works there. Oh, good. He'll probably he'll probably be moving. <laughs> she moving. does she does hospitality. Probably so she probably probably be, yeah. probably be moving pretty soon. <laughs> probably cross paths sooner or later. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> so uh um well i saw him there and drove up and like it was it, it turned out to be his first canadian appearance he mentioned that oh. even though he had he, he has a canadian mother his mother's from from bc i think vancouver or i think it was from Va- her his mom was from vancouver because he's from washington state so it was his very first canadian appearance at the time it was a good act. I am weirded out by the number of people with Canadian ties. It's like The Rock was on Colbert, and he said, and he, oh, yeah, my mom's dad, family's mom. from Canada. And it's like, what the hell? Yes. Well, <laughs> well, and his dad lives in Nova Scotia these days. Of course he does. So his, his, Rocky Johnson, I think, settled in Nova Scotia. They're just going to give just up just everyone. Brock Lesnar lives in Winnipeg. See, most Canadian, or most Hollywood talent lives or has lived in Canada yeah. for some point in but time. But the Brock Lesnar one was interesting because he's been known to slam the uh, he publicly slammed the um healthcare system here oh, before but now he lives here but speaking of community i've been watching glow oh uh, well allison brie right yeah um she looked she looks kind of scary thin but that's because that's she, the part she does she does her own stuff and she has, has, has earned that scary thin um it, it's a cool show i've watched some of the original uh, wrestlers on uh, YouTube. Oh, the original, the original glow, glow Yeah, I I do not remember this from the eighties. I vaguely like because they never aired it in Canada. Okay, this that might so be. So I it, it was never aired in Canada. 
I saw only maybe two episodes of it back in because when I was visiting visiting my cousin in New York. Would it have been on like in the eighties? What would it have been on? on like in in the U.S. Like was it on cable or it was on local television like a W like a WPIX so, or so like something. Channel Twenty Nine. Their equivalents, okay, yes. Yeah. So uh, it would have been it's their because um, that's WNED. Well, WNED is PBS here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. WUTV is Fox 29 in Buffalo. WPIX is Channel 11 in Manhattan. Um, I think they're... I think that's just an independent station now, like a super station. Yeah. Um, Channel 5 is Fox. Yeah. Channel 5 in New York is Fox. Channel 9 is is... I love how you can get all of this CW, stuff with the digital that, I think, antenna. I think that's um, C, I think that's that's channel nine. There is CW is now the C is now CW. I have a so I'm not thrilled with CW. It's all beautiful young people. And <laughs> or it could, I could have it wrong. WPIX could be channel eleven. Could be um could be a CW one or the other. I have to double check. People look too good to be on TV in the CW and dramas, though. It's like we're a post-apocalyptic world and we look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Or what's left? Well, we're just left. Only, only I mean, the makeup I mean, people left. I mean, just going back to most thought, uh, to most thought, because he he talked just at length while you were in the washroom yeah, yeah. about about all the people who have come yeah. to through Dubai and all that stuff. And and, and I guess it, you you get surprised to know about because when you think about places in like the Middle East, like Egypt, Dubai not so much, but certainly Egypt. You think of all the strife that has happened there, but and this is sort of Anthony Bourdainish. Well, my friend who manages it's the festival theater at the Bloor mm-hmm. uh, ran festival ran for two years in Dubai. Oh wow! So. Okay, <laughs> that's a very but that's yeah. a very. It sounds like it sounds like it's a pretty cosmopolitan place. It, very much so, and um, and and this was very prevalent in the in the Comic Con uh, by the all the talent I've seen. Uh, there was a whole section for artists and showcasing their artwork and their drawings. Oh, nice. um, uh, and and actually, what's really good is that most of the artists were in fact women, hmm. and oh. most of them okay. were in fact uh, basically below the age of twenty-five. So there may many of them are students, okay, uh, still in university or, or even high school, and um, and because Dubai and UAE in general is a very you know up and coming cultural hub. And they are very careful about how education. They really invest in their in the in the young population. Um, uh, people's minds are really turned on. So I saw many uh, girls showcasing their talents in artwork, uh, drawings of all sorts of styles. Uh, the and the stand, you know the regular anime style we're used to, and all sorts of different styles I've never seen before. Um, uh, drawing either mainstream characters from anime and manga. Or maybe even uh, going further to draw uh, real life-like p- characters from TV, live-action TV. Okay, yeah. And uh, it, it's kind of funny when you, I saw this picture and uh, taken from the Comic Con, it, it showed a young girl, you know, wearing a traditional kind of burqa, but in, in place of the burqa, there was a, a Tokyo Ghoul mouth, <laughs> mouth mask, you know, with the teeth, the one uh, worn um, on the series. I've seen a Harley Quinn like that too. Yeah. And it's like it's really yeah. inventive. So. W- the way people Very have sort creative. of gotten around, like bending. Exactly, they're bending. The they're yeah. bending the cultural, yeah. um, um, uh, sort of uh, paradigm, and they're sort of adapting it to their own kind of new kind of culture that they're trying to develop their protoculture. That's been yeah. that's been a thing late. That's been a thing lately. I mean, they've been discovering it, trying to make it their own thing. I mean, y- mm-hmm. you see that in a lot of regions. There's clear. There's clear influences from outside from overseas or outside of country 
Yeah. But then they try and truly make it their own. And it's right. not just art style, it's presentation and just the culture, the, the culture that ends up surrounding it. I mean, sure. I've, seen, I've seen documentaries about that type of stuff. I, I should sure. look this up later. Uh, we'll look this, I'll look this up during the break. The break uh, right. And and there, and there was also the, the the video gaming aspect, which was which which figured in pretty heavily. Um, you had a whole section dedicated to Fortnite uh, with live playing <laughs> sessions. Did and, I say that? Did I did, yeah, did hear that uh, sigh? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with all due respect to for, Fortnite players, but you know it's just big. It is big there. Okay. Uh, there was also Destiny. You know, figuring in big time. Uh, I, I I went to the Comic Con clearly identifying myself as an anime kind of manga fan. You know, I wore my uh, my Death Note T-shirt just to eliminate <laughs> any subtle, doubt of why I'm there. Hint, yeah, yeah, just eliminating any doubt of why I'm there. Uh, so you know. <laughs> double takes or melded in nicely. Oh, uh, melded in nicely. Although I, I've seen some really nice cosplays. I, I saw a Catwoman, one of the best Catwoman cosplays I've ever seen. And for a minute there, I thought it was uh, Anne Hathaway. Uh, Yikes! Yeah. Yikes! Yeah, but I, th- I, I, the stars but I said to there. myself, what, "What would she be doing there?" You know, but I mean, then she's, again, she's in Hollywood. But then actually, it was Anne Hathaway. But I think she was short in funds, so I think she's <laughs> she's just doing this kind of thing. She wants to pay bills. <laughs> I'm I, kidding. I'm kidding. She's, she wasn't there. I'm just. I know. have <laughs> one of the first video games that have come out of Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played it, but it looks okay. It yeah. looks very. What's the story? It's it's very Drake's. You know, Uncharted, Lost Treasure kind of thing. Oh, wow. And supposedly you get, um, at some point, a little remote car that you get to control and detonate, which sounds hilarious. Um, oh, interesting. That's, that's just me, though. I don't well. Know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, 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 that sounds like an episode of Batman the Animated Series, too. I, I, just, I, just for reference. I think it sounds neat. Um, <laughs> the, Wait, that sounds like, it also sounds like a mission in uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Um, the, the, <laughs> I mean, the, the game is, is, is a little derivative, but the fact that it's a, it's a game is, is what counts, you know? Well, there's the some, there's some thought in it. Yeah. Too. There's some thought. The fact that sometimes, uh, you know, it's, it's being produced is... Imitation is the serious, sincerest form of yeah. flattery sometimes, too. So, with so, all, so all, yeah, and just to, to wrap up, like I think the, the, the like just to give people a thought of what's what is popular over there in the region. I mean, in Egypt, for example, they are simply nuts about One Piece, which, <laughs> which I have not. I, I really haven't really caught on to this series, but neither have I. Yeah, frankly, I respect anybody who likes it, but I don't know what the fuss if is about. If you've made it through all eight million, yeah, episodes. But eight million episodes. No, <laughs> I have not even dared to try. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they're nuts about One Piece for some reason. Uh, Naruto, of course, yeah. uh, both Naruto, uh, Shippuden yeah. and the other one, and uh, they're they're what's really popular in Dubai and and Gulf is uh, Tokyo Ghoul, of course, uh, Attack on Titan. It's just so big there. I will write uh, these titles down just because I'm still trying to keep up. Yeah. But I'll talk. But yeah. later in the show, I'll talk about something mm. I've been, I had been, uh, I had right. watched. But right. Death Tokyo Note, Gold. Death Note has has an has an incredible following um, of people I would have never guessed would watch even anime in the first place. I did, we discover each other by chance. You know, mm. you watch Death Note. Oh yeah, I watch Death Note too. And you know, people like you know look at each other like they're shocked. You know, um, so Death Note actually is one of the series that has left a, a mark. Uh, on people who've watched it uh, for some reason, kind of like, kind of like, are this in it, like, kind of like, uh, I guess, Full Metal Alchemist would have. It, 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 it clearly, really yeah, America, it clearly yeah. drew people who never even touched the the anime yeah. medium. Um, 
so, much like some like Grandizer pulled the, that generation back then. You know, kind of like Sailor Moon twenty years ago here. So, kind of like Sailor Moon twenty years ago here. And, and Pokemon. It's still maybe okay twenty bumping along like yeah. long after that. Yeah. So yeah, and and you have of course Tokyo Ghoul. Which also made some real head head. I think I've seen one episode one of that again. What's like, nah, you know, it's like, um, yeah, that, that's what that's what we all thought. But you know, you, you you keep going and and you and you just want to see it to the end. Yes, just want to see it to the end. Uh, and of I, course, there's uh, Shinjeki no uh, Kyojin. Is that what's it called? Shinjeki no Kyojin, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Yeah, that's another part. Shinjeki on Kyojin. No Kyojin. Yeah, Attack on Titan. That's, that's three episodes for me. Two or three. I've, oh, I've wow. watched. Yeah. I've okay. watched four. One more than you. Oh, yeah, but. Um, you said it, everyone says it gets real interesting. It's I, not bad. It's just I haven't given myself time. I haven't seen. I want to see the live action Parasite actually. Oh, and live action. It sounds. It sounds goofy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So with all that said, and we'll talk more about um, what 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 what's on our what's on our uh, what's on our streaming queues, I suppose. Um, okay, so I, I I know you mentioned this. You just we just we just spent a a, a nice portion of time talking about fandom. Fandom in the Middle East, contrast that with what mm-hmm. you ended up seeing here on your visit. Yes, I mean, it, it just so happens, my luck, uh, hanging out uh, at, uh, was it was Young in College, <laughs> and um, just, you know, finished the lunch and making my way back to the subway on the street, and I see this um, group of, 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 of ladies, um, they, they couldn't have been older than maybe 30 years old, but they, they were fully cosplayed in uh, made cafe uniform. Fully cosplayed. I think there was three of them, maybe more. But my eyes kind of blurred when I saw that. You know, might have been a, a sudden spike in blood pressure. I got dizzy. I, I got dizzy sudden. all of a sudden. Great. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but seriously, you see that kind of thing. It's just a fresher breath air. You know, like wow. You know, it, this kind of stuff is cool. People are taking this seriously. You know. I saw a group of maids in a bar. We walked. We w- were walking down, like paralleling Young Street. So I guess we we're like maybe two streets over. Um, and we just happened to walk by the window because we were going somewhere, and it was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, do a double take. Yeah, because it's not—it's not a normal, you know, it's not the normal group of friends hanging right. out lifting brewskis. It, <laughs> <laughs> and you and you caught between that, you know, awkwardness, you know, between staring too much Pressing and trying your to face up against, the yeah, glass. trying to really take that in, or you know, saying, wait, you know, you're a few seconds short of being, you know. In yeah, a, in a legally yeah. uh, gray area. So, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Tetsu's has a maid cafe. I've I've seen the Uncle Tetsu's uh, cheesecake there's, restaurant downtown. Yeah, there's, is there's, that the same one? There's a maid cafe it? upstairs. No way! Or no way! It's like, how was I not told of this? I'm sorry. Wait, you just found out now? I just found out now. now just, just the second. Just the second. And you're leaving tomorrow. And I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. You're not laughing hard. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say something? We 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 went upstairs well, and they were like fully like booked or occupied or whatever. I'm sure they were. And and so we had to we had we left. But, but yeah, they, I, I know they appeared at Anime North. I it, will tell you that it, it might be an appointment thing, like a res- well, sorry reservation. I mean, you're word, I mean, but, yeah. your 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 sister and mom are here. You have plenty of reasons to return eventually. Well, sure, but Family. not for them. Family, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there, to tell you, there is a maid cafe also in in, in Dubai uh, that opened probably, probably one of the bigger malls. Probably okay. Yes. And they're trying to emulate the same idea. It's sort of sushi, various you know drinks and snacks. Um, I haven't been to it, 
honestly, because I thought it was just a little too commercial and not not enough of the real spirit that we've heard about. Yeah. Well, there's only like if like would you know the spirit if you saw it? Because I've never been to a real one, and I'm none not of us totally have been sure. to none of us has I been think, to Akihabara yet. I think the spirit yeah. would know me. <laughs> That's a spirit. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's leave that thought before um, before you really incriminate yourself. Let's think about maids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as I said, I'm flying out tomorrow, so hey. <laughs> Drop them a line. Yeah. <laughs> let's take the break. Uh, I'm going to give a thought to you guys about somebody from our, somebody fa- really famous, but I'm going to juxtapose that into a situation for people of our age now, but we're clearly not at that point. Think about. Th- I'll give you that I'm thought. So confused by that statement. Well, we'll clarify it in a couple seconds. Back with more. It's the roundtable on Six Talk. And the podcast now continues. It's about to say in front of a live audience, but um, nope. I think it's in front of an alive audience. Yeah. Yeah, well. Uh, how, how did the script go? How, how did the script go back in the day? In front of a live audience. Online via Six Talk. Official podcast, Anime North. Uh, Nicholas Sinclair Abdelhadi with you in conversation. During the break, this, is, this, this whole segment's probably, we're going to talk about many, pretty much the same stuff, but in take different angles. But during the break... Um, we ha- we helped a uh, Mohammed here solve a small mystery from his childhood. Showed us a video of a show he would have watched when he was a kid, and we weren't sure, but we just knew one thing about it. It was a Miyazaki television show from the seventies, uh, late seventies. Thank you very much. Yes, late seventies, <laughs> and we had we had to look at it a little bit. He knew part of the title. The thing was, the video, the the clip he showed us was in Arabic, right? It was. So we had to. So he gave us like a lo- uh, a thought on the title, and it turned out to be Future Boy Conan. We were watching a scene from Future Boy Conan in Arabic. It's one of the it's one of the first things I remember watching, and um, I love the story. Um, if I can give a quick synopsis, um, go for it. We we. Yeah, it, it's like, it's not as if we have a time limit. Yeah. Well, very very briefly, it's about a group of scientists uh, who attempt to escape Earth um, uh, from uh, nuclear magnetic uh, storms resulting from a nuclear holocaust, and uh, their rocket launches but fails to complete the trip into outer space, falls back to Earth, and the survivors eventually learned how to live on what remained of Earth. Um, so the future there is like uh, uh, what you've seen in Kevin Costner's movie Waterworld. Everything is covered in water and a few islands here and there, uh, shreds of civilization around, that kind of thing. So it takes it takes place in that kind of environment. And uh, the adventure of this boy who no- loves the sea, who lives in the sea, uh, on it, below it. And he meets this um, girl by chance uh, who has these... Uh, supernatural kind of connection to nature and the birds and her uncle's work uh, which is uh, related to the future of energy and how there's this evil um, city pursuing his work 
it's I don't know if that's much of a synopsis, but it's it's that interesting. So despite the well, fact that it's been it's, done in 1978, and you actually enjoy it, I actually enjoy it to, until today. I've, I've rewatched it, so it's good. Yeah. Well, this is about. Well, we're going to talk about discoveries, I guess, in this segment when it comes to things like Miyazaki. So I'm holding in, in my right hand is a copy of Umiga Kekaru, Ocean Waves, which came out about oh, a little more than a year ago, I guess, uh, in, Nor- in North America for the first time, um, a Studio Ghibli thing. Neil just found out that, that Disney no longer has the rights to Studio Ghibli yeah. stuff and that... Actually, the distribution rights belong to Universal now. Through that deal, that's how we have this. Don't they own Universal, though? Doesn't Disney own? Oh, no. It's that's be, Fox. When, okay. That'll be, be Fox. Yeah, it'll be Fox. Uh, Universal's next, uh, but then they'll have to take over <laughs> NBC as well. You know, everything Everything is... Everything Fox is, except for Fox News. Yeah, that's yeah, true, yeah, yeah. Then they're shopping that, I think. But, it, but Fox News is equally fictional. So that's, you know... I don't know. So you're wondering why. Why? Why didn't they, Why yeah. didn't they take yeah, it anyway? God. Well, the amalgamations continue. Uh, so, I mean, Ocean Waves is here. I ho- I'm holding this in my hands. Um, this isn't. I think the the. I haven't. See, I've held it for a year, but as you can see, still in plastic. Still in the plastic. So, I, I believe this is. They didn't uh, provide an English dub for this, so it's strictly, it's strictly, um, strictly subbed. God, I gotta watch this sometime. I, I do want to watch this. I do want to watch this again sometime. I just don't have the time. There are much good, like much like uh, watching past episode four of Attack on Titan. We'll get to that a bit later on. There are good dubs, but name one. I I, I have name my one. No, I'm not trying to challenge you. It's more of a case of I have I have my preferences on. Dubs. I like I, Ran- I, I like Ranma. Uh, actually, that's a good one. Ranma is well done. Um, Kuno is quite different, but he is different in a way that makes him more approachable to western audiences because a lot of that is tone and polite japanese speech in 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 the original so the, what having what, him speak poetic like this that works yeah context essentially yeah. essentially they get the context right in the and would conjure up the same feelings in the audience in the same yeah. in the audience the exact I, I think, same way, i think but that's maybe took a different path towards it. that's what you have to do um you have to transliterate mm-hmm. my favorite words no <laughs> Uh, How long did it take you to come out with that word? I just, no, it's, it's an actual word. I know. Um, it, just just it, for it to come it to your, sit, get, no, pop into your head. Immediately, because that's what happens when I start talking about subs and dubs. <laughs> it's a word you use often. Yeah. Um, in that sense. And you mentioned uh, Sailor Moon. I don't think Sailor Moon was, you know, well, I was, terrific. I mean, but... I, I dissected the Kenshin dub because I was a Kenshin fan. Yeah. So, and I enjoy it. I, I will always say I enjoyed that and the way they tried to compensate for the ways that Kenshin spoke. Yeah. I thought it was really I well think it can too. be really, I think different methods of speaking can be really tough to translate sometimes. Mm-hmm. Hence the term lost in translation. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, so as I said, uh, we'll talk about discoveries when it comes to Studio Ghibli or Ghibli and Miyazaki. And I want to start with a little story. So a couple weeks ago, I was meeting up with my best friend or my texted me one or the other point. Uh, it, no, he, he texted me um, a couple weeks ago and told me that 
suddenly his daughter, like his daughter, and he, we took his daughter. Um, he came out to Anime North. We had lunch there with his with his three kids. Uh, I keep and, nodding. Sorry. I'm and with my friends, like, uh, met up with uh, with with me and another friend and my friend, and we because he wanted to show, he wanted to. Um, let his eldest daughter just take in the atmosphere of an anime convention, even if it's just walking around the walking around the area or just taking in the area. So we met up for lunch and went all that stuff. She, she's, she, his, um, his ten-year-old daughter's taken a, a an interest in some in some anime and manga and the styles. She's even tried to draw a little bit, and for somebody her age, for for a ten-year-old girl, not bad. With, with just nothing more than a ballpoint pen, not bad. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago. He said he texted me and said she son was watching Spirited Away, and he asked me to try and explain it to him. <laughs> this is funny, like he he like he wasn't he wasn't um he wasn't he had nothing against her watching it. It's just that he didn't know what to make of it, and he asked me to try and tell him what it was about. Frankly, I've forgotten the movie. <laughs> I will be honest, I've forgotten a lot of the movie because it was so long ago. I, I know it deserved it all its accolades. I know that too. But I, I, I was at a loss to how about how to explain it to him, and it had me thinking about our generate. Uh, you know, us as fans now, as we're not we uh, in the uh, and we've become many of us of our age have become parents, and many of us are have, have kids that are starting to discover discover an, anime like this as well. I mean, we. You, I mean, Mohammed just talked about Future Boy Conan, so now we're talking about my best friend's daughter, uh, eldest daughter, discovering Spirited Away. But as a parent, he doesn't know how to like. He doesn't know how to react to it totally. So what's how do we do this now? So what's so how should parents who are fans? Us as uh, as fan as fans, and then but maybe growing to parenting age as well. I don't know. I mean, best way to introduce stuff like this to the ki- to to kids, or let them discover it themselves. Not Princess Momonoke is as a first film. Yeah, he said. <laughs> he said. Um, actually, the, that that was part of well, part of the discussion. He said. I, I think he said. The eldest might be, might might appreciate it and start and get some grasp of say spirited away, but he has yeah. another one who's like seven or eight. He has another uh, daughter who's seven or eight who he feels wouldn't be able to understand it, but she enjoy it, but seemingly enjoy it because she likes following her her big sister, Totoro, Kiki, just stuff to watch. Um, yes, yeah, stuff to watch. Um... I, I I said to him, I said to him, um, if you're gonna like, if you want something that both of them would enjoy easily. Kiki's Delivery Service yeah. would, was on my list. They have a they have they have a young, they have a little boy as well. It's like a weird plum. coming of age film. Yeah, it really. is. It is. So that I would have said easily, I would recommend that one. I no. would have recommended Porco Rosso. Oh yeah, for sure. just just yeah. just for the sheer just for the sheer like the action element. The kid and, like and, the little orphans piled onto the. Uh, Double decker plane, and they're all that like, was. Yeah, that just looked like stuff like that. That just looked like a lot of fun. It's and, and if they if they're forced to ever watch the dub, Michael Keaton played po- po- huh. Porco in that. That's not bad. Way. So he he would have. Uh, I think that would have been it, an excellent role for him. It's Japanese tailspin. Is what <laughs> <laughs> it was actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but this is meant as a like tailspin is a great compliment. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, sure. t- Tales, yeah. I mean, I watched that as a fourth grader. It's well produced. And I thought that was just fun to watch. That was just a fun show to watch. Like, I mean, that Disney afternoon block back then was... Darkwing Tour de Force, Darkwing was... DuckTales, Darkwing, um, Rescue Rangers. The new DuckTales is pretty good, too. Well, that's out now, right? Yeah, David Tennant is Scrooge McDuck. Okay. Yeah. If I ever get the chance. I mean, I I I have cable again. the, 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 The... the designs are kind of more flash oriented and big headed, but uh, but it's it's good. The, so, the writing doesn't the writing doesn't talk down to me. <laughs> but that was always the thing about you just Miyazaki said, uh, too. Yeah, that yeah. was a that was a line that uh, that Miyazaki would always use. He didn't want to talk down to kids. No. I mean, when I think about it today, I mean, I mean, it's. I have to reflect on that statement now. I mean, what, 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 I mean, I, I, maybe I'm reading too much into that statement. Mm, I just thought it was an I interesting think, statement. I think there's a, there's a lot of mo- modern stuff that's just crap, and then a lot of stuff that seems to be more written for stoner adults that children watch, maybe, I would say. That's one way to put it. Kind of like Rocky and Bullwinkle, maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, that kind of went the other way, really. It sort of it went all over the place. But, um, <laughs> but the regular show... Which is about this uh, raccoon and this blue jay that have a job working at a country club. <laughs> they they have you know their their gumball machine boss who's angry at them all the time, and you have visitations from aliens who are David Bowie. Think pretty much. So it's I don't I have no idea who who this is written for. Um, they there's one so, of the, one of the episodes is returning a a role playing game that one of the characters bought that sucked, that, and 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 he keeps using the argument, but I have a receipt, <laughs> so I don't I don't know how that's going to appeal to kids, but you know. But sometimes you just get surprised. There's a there's a there's an uh, uh, episode of Teen Titans Go where they talk about uh, buying and flipping real estate. And that's pretty much what the episode is about. It's how to flip real estate. I don't think that's aimed at five-year-olds. But but do you think a five-year-old kid? Oh yeah, that? a five-year-old would be entertained by it. Maybe they, not they a five-year-old. Maybe that's still too young. Um, maybe, no, the kids, but maybe, no, the kids would be excited by it. Like it's all flashy and stuff. But it's about flipping real estate. It's about buying low and being a slumlord landlord. Or selling high. And selling high, yeah. Ultimately. And it's like. What? Yeah. So I approve, but <laughs> well, now we know what caused it in Toronto. You know, all the real estate. All these kids. Oh, hey, oh, hey! <laughs> Come on. Well, uh, you have a thought. I mean, do you have a thought on this one, Mohammed? Or on what? I mean, like real just estate? the whole. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you're looking to buy, but um, you might well. be, you might have already, but you know, you might have been already priced out of the market uh, before I even began looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane. It's, the, I mean, that's just, it's just something that kind of came to mind. Most Miyazaki is really, is readily approachable by kids. Um, I would say Nasca in the Valley of the Wind, not so much. And Princess Mononoke, again, um, not so much. Well, if you look, if you look at, um, uh, well, we were just talking about Future Boy Conan. Yeah. Um, post-apocalyptic world it's a post-apocalyptic world yet the concepts that that he's talking about from 1970 oh yeah yeah i want to get closer to the microphone too 
from the concept he's talking about from 1978 are very much relevant today. Oh, yeah, no, I know. And, and that might be a good primer for like, if you want to get a kid involved in anime and not just the anime that's, you know, just for uh, just for fun times, like, you know, when you watch Pokemon and you watch uh, Cardcaptor Sakura or things like that. No, like there's an anime that, like Miyazaki's, that actually has a message behind it. Yeah. Uh, something uh, deeply rooted in Japanese culture about the love and respect of the environment. And also about the folly of, of sort of humankind's errors, how the future generations will pay for that. Um, and that's very prevalent in Future Boy Conan. It's actually, not without you bringing it up, it's very prevalent yeah. in Princess Mononoke. And yeah. it, exactly, it's been yeah. prevalent in, in much of his work. Yeah. Um, so even though, yes, I think as you've rightly said, Princess Mononoke might not be the best primer for someone you know who's just beginning grade school to start watching anime because of some of the concepts in it. Yeah. Might be a little way over their head. A little bit violent. Um, yeah, maybe, little yeah. Bit, yeah. Little bit. Yeah. Like a talking head, you know, like yeah. it's been severed from... Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, some of those old animes might have some of those themes, I think, um, slightly tame uh, in how they're presented. But still, some of the messages hold true. Um, and plus, there's a bit of action in it. There's uh, there's some buddy comedy involved. Um, there's the, the, the friendship and the love interest between Conan and... and and uh, and and the antagonist, the lady, the girl. Um, so that that kind of thing is, I think, easily digestible for the young age. Could hmm. be a good way to yeah. start. Just really, yeah. Sometimes ra- you just let it rip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like rather than than go for the more recent stuff, maybe start with a lot of the older animes that are that are still relevant. Hmm. Like Shin Chan. Like Shin Chan. Oh boy. <laughs> That's uh, well. I mean, they showed Shin Chan to kids. I'm sure that that hopefully didn't mess. I mean, it's not right. Miyazaki, but I mean, it it it's something that's kid like. Shin yes. Chan is, but but there are titles that are dangerous, you know, for someone who's not educated enough about anime. Yeah, show, you like, can't just come like in. You can't just pick up a title called The Ping Pong Club and show it to a kid. Oh, hey, dear. here's an anime oh. about ping pong. <laughs> well, yeah, probably not. Not so much. <laughs> But or even Shen Shen. Here's an anime about a, a kid on his tricycle. <laughs> Shen Shen, you know. Well, the, I think the kids would get it more than the parents would. For sure. I that's think probably, that, and that's probably the dilemma that my friend is facing. Like that's that. I think Shin Chan is really approachable, even humor wise, as a kid, because because sure. those things are fun and harmless <laughs> as a kid. But as an adult watching him, you're like, oh, well, what's going on now? <laughs> It's a, no. He's calling this child. He's tra- calling this woman a transvestite. You know. Then, then you run into the the issues. But um, as a, as as a straight up, put it in front of the kids. Why not? <laughs> he's 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 he is. I mean, are you going to let your kid watch The Simpsons? Because if you are, Shin Chan is not really a step far away from that. Mm-hmm. Having said all that. Like, considering what we allow, what might be allowable now? I, oh, I think there's a, I think there might be a time aspect, maybe, but again, well, I mean, kids I mean, are, if kids I mean, are watching and kids are not, kids are not taking messages into this. They're just watching funny stories. They're not, you know, integrating this into their selfhood. Or anything like that. Not in and of itself. No, and you're not, I mean, if you, if there is something that's like, truly batshit weird and and the, like bothers the kid then you talk to them about it that's what you do with everything if something is you know if the kid brings up something to your attention that they have questions about answer those questions 
And I, I, I'm just saying that I'm not saying that parents take responsibility because they don't. And that's the problem. Uh, you don't don't use cartoons as a babysitter. But let kid watch let kids watch cartoons. I've always watched Tom and Jerry growing up, and um, some people would argue now that Tom and Jerry has a lot of uh, violence, just like any other loon, just like yeah, Looney Tunes all, all stuff. Of Looney sure, Tunes. right. But the worst I've I've copied out of Tom and Jerry, and uh, my sister I know is not listening to this. I've actually lobbed an egg at my sister, a raw egg. Just copying one of the Tom and Jerry cartoons. Thumbs that's the worst. Excellent. That's thumbs the worst from, I've done. Thumbs, thumbs up from thumbs both up of from us. both of us. Yeah, seems like a, that seems like acceptable behavior towards right. one sister. I, ju- I just saw how it looked on Tom's face. And I want to see how it looked on her face. Yeah. So, and how did it look? Not as not as what I hope, but still the same effect of yeah, horror. Yeah. Horror and disgust <laughs> on her face. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but yeah, no. But like, but I didn't go like torturing animals. I didn't go like doing any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Or burning things, you know, like basically pranking. Yeah, yeah just and just harmless pranking. Not ordering dynamite from Acme Corporation no. or something. No. Yeah, or, or like or like, <laughs> to, or like tying like fireworks to my cat. Or it's no, not, yeah, no, it's not. No. It's not yeah. as if back then you would have known exactly how to get your hands on dynamite. These days, however, uh, there was there yeah. was this anime, or what I thought was an anime. <laughs> that, well, it, it's well, no, it's weird because I was I was younger and. When I grew up, I had the memory of this show, and I sort of tried to integrate it to what I knew. And so it only made sense that it was anime, because again, it was messed up and whatever, um, called Dodo the Kid from Outer Space. And it's an American cartoon where everyone rhymes... And the main... Wow, no, that, that's already quite impressive yeah. for, the, for scripting. Yeah, no, it's like... Um, and Dodo the alien... Um, lives in Japan with this family, and Mount Fuji tends to figure prominently in the backgrounds a lot, which is really weird for an American cartoon. Where the heck did they get this idea? Like, what were they thinking? Like, did some, you know, people suddenly see, like, a bunch of Japanese cartoons and go, yeah, that's where we're setting this, and it's going to rhyme, it's going to be an alien. I don't, I, like, I, I don't know the concept behind it. I thought... Competition? Was, uh, just say, we can compete too. We it, can make anime. Was, How do it, we make anime? Just put Mount Fuji in the background. It was before yes. like anime was really popular, though. Yeah. So that was what... Preemptive strike? Yeah, I think so. Nonsensical. Well, it's like, um, it sounds so nonsensical, though. Well, it's like coming home from school and watching Dangard Ace yep. and the three space... Of, or the space musketeers. Mm-hmm. The space musketeers. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. Star Blazers. Sure. Star Blazers saw that as well as the young kid. Um, Star Blazers is Battleship. Yamato. Have you seen Have you seen the newer stuff? No. They they re, they've remade it. Um, they've they've actually they're at the second season where the Comet Empire, and and the first the first season which came out in two thousand and twelve, um, really good. Introduced a lot of new characters, um, but but again tolerable characters, and. Um, my only criticism of the second season is they kind of conveniently left them on Earth and stuff like that for the second season so they don't have to include the new characters. Um, yeah, I, that's, that's what it felt like to me. It's like, well, we, they're a really good character, but they'll stay behind and help us somehow. Bye. Uh, and it, it ended at episode 14, so now I'm... Which is like 
You're waiting. Oh, God. You're waiting. It's mid-season. It's mid-friggin' season. Um, Dessler has just shown up with his, you know, fancy cape and wine glass looking all pimped. And so... It's important to be pimped when, you, when you're in space. He is the most... And with the wine glass, He of is yes. one of the most pimped space leaders I have ever seen. Usually, And he's always... Like, when, when, he was, when he was the bad guy, which he still sort of is, even though he's joining forces with them. He always had, like, these, these women sort of draped all over him or in pools or whatever around him. That's, that's, you know, you can see that his first thought is, how can I look like a pimp? And then how do I run this vast star empire at the same time? And, and have fun with the women. And have fun with the women, yeah. Just like Captain Kirk. Yep. Um, I haven't seen the new Harlock movie, but I watched the first five minutes of it. It's CG and it's there's just something tells me I have a bad feeling about that. I to heard be I heard bad things about it. I read like two reviews and both were extremely negative. Um, but I thought, okay, I'm going to watch this because I don't listen to that. Well, I do, but and I, I started watching it, and yeah, I got to like 15 minutes in, and it was just like <laughs> it just didn't. They did something to it. I think I think CG just sort of sets us up sometimes for yeah. something it's, it doesn't yeah. always doesn't always work doesn't always well. deliver yeah maybe we're, are we overdoing it is there such a thing here i think if you do it well then it's great if you do it poorly then it's not that really doesn't say anything uh so it just depends well i mean look at archer archer is sort of cg ish animated but it also has a very conventional animated style true so and they it, also it kind of ripped off the opening from Cowboy Bebop, but anyway. They did. The yeah. style. And yeah, the no, style. no, no, very much. Not, no, very not, much, yeah. very much, yeah. yeah. I still have to watch that more of that. You, you need to, because it's good. Just time. It is, it's always it time. Good. H. John Benjamin, his voice is... Like well, ma- I mean, magic. I mean, it's like it's like uh, it's like, you know, how we t- how you joked about uh, Roseanne being oh, all yeah. of the cast of Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Archer's basically Arrested Development. Really, a lot of a lot of a lot of that. It's very dysfunctional. Yeah, um, a lot of the people. I really a good handful of the people. I really enjoy home movies as well, which was like a Brendan Smalls, um, H. John Benjamin again, but like years. This guy's popular. Years before Archer. I'm so yeah. not keeping up. Um, well, not related to him, but related to the creator of Archer. Mm-hmm. Um, different voice stuff. Uh, Frisky Dingo. It's it's not that that's just new. That's just so what frisky dingo. That's just that, that's just an awesome term. It is it is it, <laughs> it, it just it, is. It came out like two years before Archer originally did. I think it was, and it's just messed up. So I mean, I I recommend you watch it, but oh, so I don't much, I, I don't so little time, dude. Yeah, I know. I know. Just you have to put it on when in the background or something, maybe. Fris- was it, give me uh, since I have my pen out one more okay. time. Frisky dingo. Frisky Dingo. <laughs> it's like a code. I, I call Dingo. It's like you quickly call in Frisky Dingo. I repeat, Frisky, and then you know I, mayhem I, yeah. happens. Operation Frisky Dingo. That's yeah. great. Well, uh, anyway, but there's a oh, there, uh, like I would start with like the kids. Like there are obviously kids Miyazaki films. So this isn't hard. So I don't think it should be hard. No. No. Maybe we should. I should just tell them Castle of Cagliostro. It's yeah, on Netflix it's, after yeah, all. See, it's good. It's, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Um, and again, there. there may be like spooky bits and whatever, and those like ninja guys with the fingers. Oh, I think that would be fun for yeah. for for. But that, for but some that could people. be fun. Yeah. Um, 
and again, you know, it's like when you're recommending Rumiko Takahashi, you go for you go for Ranma and Lum, and but you don't say Mermaid's Forest because you no, know, yeah, not. yeah, you don't. Go, what should my kid watch? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what about Inuyasha? Okay. Uh, well, mm, not not to start, I guess. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Inuyasha, yeah. so I don't. Yeah, I, I, I never like. For us, it's always the earlier works. But Lum for you, yeah. Meizani Cuckoo for me. Oh, that was that was one of my, my most favorite yeah. mangas. So, but never never watched it on, on on TV series. I tried, Lord, I tried watching it as a as an anime, but it's it didn't do it for you. Uh, Sometimes this it's just too slow. Okay, yeah. But the style is nice and everything, very faithful to the series. Uh, I tried watching the dub, by the way, for a, for a brief period of time. And then when I recovered from that experience, <laughs> uh, after much therapy, I started watching the the sub. Uh, but still, it, it again very nice adaptation, but just a little too slow. Yeah, and there are many story arcs in in the in the TV in the anime TV series that uh, are essentially not in the manga. So it seems that they've also elongated. The story arcs yeah. outside of the manga, sort of just to fill up, you know, it's episodes. Like, it's like the filler episodes of Marmalade yeah. Boy and stuff like that. Or, or Naruto, which, uh, again, oh. I've lost track of where I was in Naruto. I, I don't know if I finished it. I've watched 400,000 episodes, but I don't know, <laughs> if, I, I don't know if, like, if, like, this is it. Like, is there anything else? Where's the story? Did, did, who won? Who lost? I don't know. Well, it's like I'd like to go back and who's watch dead, who's alive? Kenshin and no Fushigi Yugi, but it's like, that's a lot of things. Oh, Fushigi Yugi was cute. Yeah. yeah. Was, was cute. But both of them are just, like, ah. you reach a point in Kenshin <laughs> at one point where they're just just spinning. It's like you're literally feeling like And that's why it got canceled. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's why the television series ended. While they were spinning. <laughs> While they were spinning, hey. Then they, but then they, yeah, they zip ahead and finish. You're like, okay, thank God, sorry, you know, or whatever. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, um, Marmalade Boy does the same thing. Those are, those are... I mean, as much as I like those shows, I, I see your point. Yeah. I, don't, I see your point. I don't think that anime today is, again, you're not out for the... Grand Hall, unless you're in One Piece or Naruto or or Dragon Ball, thirteen. Where, so we're 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 just going like in multiples of thirteen, thirteen, twenty six, maybe thirty nine. It seems to be yeah, but you're not going to get like eighty nine episodes anymore, unless, uh, unless again you end up with like like Naruto Atta- or something. Attack on it's Titan, like episode may- eight thousand. Maybe one day Attack on Titan. Maybe yeah. I still get to episode five though. <laughs> Actually, there is. Actually, let's take the break. Well, I, I admit, oh, wait. I admit, you know, Attack on Titan is is kind of hard to digest. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, but uh, mm, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, once you once you get rolled into it, you just want to see how it, how it ends. You just want to see where it's going with this. Yeah, little, well, season three, yeah. little witch academia. Yes. I wish there was another like ten episodes, ten episodes more, maybe, and I would be happy. Um, like the second last episode, they're chasing a multiple warhead nuke, and then they just wrap it up <laughs> as quickly as they can. Yeah, and it's go. like, God. Well, there's that was yeah, the was, lightning yeah, round. Yeah, Thoughts yeah. all around. Uh, way to go. And just and and somehow the conversation just goes from there about <laughs> my friend about my friend's daughter watching a Miyazaki film. Two multiple warheads. No, yeah. it's true. I mean, even Little Witch Academia, you can kids can watch. I mean, they're not going to feel the threat of a nuke. Food Wars. What's Food that? Wars. You can. That's something anybody can watch. It's uh, 
It's about uh, a student who goes to a cooking school, an elite cooking school, where they compete uh, based on uh, how good they can cook ordinary and sometimes not so ordinary meals. I would watch an animated it's, it's Iron Walk actually, Jam. Yeah, yeah it's, it's actually a very good series and it's doing well, ratings-wise, in Japan and elsewhere. Iron Walk Jan, you just throw in dozens yeah. of training episodes, um, and, and you've got a hit. Yeah. And it's and anybody can watch it, so it's it's, it's also Excessive. fun to watch. Yeah. For for if you have like somebody well, to watch it with, like a kid, you can watch it together and both enjoy well, it. Well, like you said, so. One Punch Man. One, one Punch, punch Man. There one you Punch go. Man is entirely approachable as a kid or an adult. Yes. yes. Hmm. Absolutely. Well, there's all thoughts there. All right, let's say now let's take the break. I have been watching something, so I want to talk about it for a little bit. It's a couple of years back, but not too far back. Not that far back. But let's talk. I wanted to bring it up and see how, what you guys thought. I know you probably haven't seen it, but we'll, let's talk about it in the final segment, okay? That's coming up next. It's the Roundtable on the Six Talk Podcast Network. have to bring up blue green years out during the break i love it i know it's, well i knew a lot of us did i only time. saw like four it's only like it was only 14 episodes or so translated at the time and, and how many of, how many episodes did it turn out i think it's another 10 and then now you found you i found it but at this point i've probably lost it on my computer um it's like a lot of things just as just like the password to my computer lost <laughs> completely i'm locked that's lovely. Excellent security. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's great because I can't remember. Biometrics. Just chop off your finger and carry it with you. Science will have a solution to your problem in about 20 years. No worries. Yeah. You can do this thing with paraffin and uh, masking tape where you can like replicate the fingerprint. So, you know. <laughs> I like this idea already. <laughs> There's nothing that duct tape can't do. Exactly. All right. So here's a thought. Uh, as I hinted hinted before the break... I have, I've watched a few things. First of all, I did watch Battleship Tiramisu, at least the first episode. <laughs> you're, 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 what the hell was... Uh, just I, from one episode. I love I'm your told, response to that. Um, I, I'm told after one episode, it only gets... It only, it only, gets, gets, it only gets weirder. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah. Just on one... What the hell was that? Okay, my theory um, is basically you have like a hot-blooded anime, right? You have Gundam, right? Yep. But they ended up with extra cameras, and so they they just they just went and filmed this one guy who has nothing to do with the main plot, and he is divergent. Um. <laughs> I love the way you pause before saying. I was that. I'm trying to is think there, of a way that to describe like, this guy. Like you already have me thinking. If there's such a thing as an anime that's made to look like a reality show, is there... Well, you have, I mean, his, his, his co-mech pilots are all like the hot-blooded manly men shonen guys. And he's like a metrosexual. He's like a metrosexual who doesn't like, with, with weird nipples. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like, a, it's an important fact. It's plot relevant, it's... you know? Um which is again bad when anyone which when, is bad yeah, because yeah. like that just tells you what to expect now yeah yeah pretty much oh um God. see like with the world cup over now, now i can seriously does, does think he, about does he get naked looking, in the first episode um they're in the shower 
Okay. Oh wait. <laughs> wait. He put he puts his he puts Flash his he puts back. his shirt on inside out and the tag rubs against his chest. So he freaks out and strips in the cockpit. And, and jettisons the part and yeah, of the... He, oh my he God. basically fights naked because he can't deal with this irritation. Metrosexual. His, yeah. Metrosexual. <laughs> he's, well, he's, he's, it was shaving him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a thing, right? Um, I think episode two, he gets a dog. Briefly. See that? That's, Did you see? That, see that depends see, what kind of dog it is. That's see, the problem, is, the problem with that sentence was its last word. Briefly, I didn't, which has me wondering what happens. I will tell you that the dog does not die. Okay, that's a, that's a start. <laughs> well, the spoiler, the big spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> it's for like a ten minute anime. Dog does not die. Your kids can watch this. <laughs> does he get a Yorkie? Is that what? It it's this space dog. Space Yorkie. It's. I think it's a space Chow. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, was it a corgi? Yeah, it's like a, it's like it's it's like a corgi would be awesome. Yeah. Now that's an homage, right there. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Corgis are the best space dogs ever. Uh, Mm. Anyway, (laughs) I'm I'm missing (laughs) Aini. Okay, so there's that. Um, Yeah, and I mentioned I've watched like the first four episodes of Attack on Titan, and I'll try and give myself a little bit more time. And what's your opinion? I'll watch more. That's I mean, not that's an a, opinion. That's I mean, a thing. I'll watch more. Do you like it? Do you like? What do you like I, if about I it? If I didn't, if I if I said I'm not watching more, obviously I wasn't. Okay. What do you like about it? It ha- It's just it. It's it, maybe it's too serious for its own good. It, it, it's one of those. <laughs> it, it, it's like yeah. I, I guess I'm more used to the more ha 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 type. This is not that. No. It is, de- it is a one quasi- ha-ha in this series. It is a qu- it is a serious serious show. But but it's fa- it's just a but it's a plot that doesn't sound too far fetched for an anime and a, or a manga. Okay. So I so I, I'm curious to see where this where how it how it starts to go. So it has my curiosity at worst, which means I mean at the very least. Yeah. So that I think that goes for something. Obviously, it was a it, it's been a big thing. So I don't. I'd like to understand understand that just a little bit, especially with this uh, third season about to come out. Okay. Okay. So there is one thing I'm watching, and here's a name from th- that I haven't mentioned in a very long time. Production IG. Yay. Okay. So, but let's. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna backtrack just a little bit, and I'm gonna start by saying, by mentioning um, NHK World again, and I have to give a disclaimer because I think it's only the proper thing. It's the proper thing to do, and in some cases, it might even be. It's probably legally probably the best thing I do too. Um, I, I've mentioned in the past um, programming on NHK World, right? And they have um, NHK World over the past couple of years has something referred to as a program monitor program, uh, a program monitor initiative and mm-hmm. i was about to say program monitor program but just to be redundant it's one it's essentially being a nielsen family for their programming so if you reply um they'll ask you to watch and give comments and review some of their shows they'll ask you to, they'll ask they'll give you a set show a set of shows to they want you to look at to watch and give your comments on and then they will pay you just a little bit so it, it's it was a fun thing to do i did it I did it in late 2016, enjoyed, enjoyed the experience, decided to do it again. So I'm doing it again, uh, decide to try to do it again. And I'm doing it again. 
So in many ways, yes, I've gotten something from NHK yeah. for helping them rate for helping them with their programs. We ha- I have to put that out there legally, right? Well, it probably seems the to, 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 to state a possible bias or something, yeah. right? Kind of like when a kind of like when a um, when a when a news or cor- news um, operation tells a story about their corporate bosses, they have to they always say at the very end of the report. By the way, we're owned by them. Yeah, etc. Something like that. Unless you're Sinclair Broadcasting, and then you're just evil. Um, they, well, your they last force... name's Sinclair, oh, so, it's so is there annoying. You should be it's aware like, of it's 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 like this. It's this big broadcast network in the U.S. And it's, yeah, it's, they're it's the a, devil. Well, yeah, yeah. Or as, for the record, they are the devil. Yes. And then you share their name, but you are not associated. Not affiliated or associated yes. or genetically related. I, well, when yeah. you know when you've been profiled on last week tonight. <laughs> yeah. Probably that's all you need to say. I need to say um, about in November, about a year ago, uh, NHK World did a over two weeks or over two nights. I think it was over two nights. They showed the dub, the dub of a movie they showed on their regular station. It was called Kudara, which told which was a live action story based on the life of. Or uh, of uh, Oi um, of Oi Katsushisha, the daughter of Hokusai. Now I know in 2015, I think it was 2015, there was a mo- production. Ig did a movie based on Miss Hokusai on Hox called Miss Hokusai, based on um, on Oi as well. So there's been the the so I watched Kurada, I watched it dubbed at the time, and then. This past spring, they rebroadcasted, but subtitled with uh, in, so within the actual Japanese audio with its star uh, uh, Oi Miyazaki. Who, by the way, just just to go back a little bit, Oi Miyazaki is a is like a is a well known actress, ex wife, ex wife of one of the stars of Battle Royale. Just just to okay. put other <laughs> names out there. So I took some fascination with that, and then I made it a point over last week. To watch Miss Hokusai just to see how it compared with Kurada, because okay. because apparently um, there's like I know that um, Miss Miss Hokusai was based on a manga. I forgot how long ago, and it was adapted into the into this animated feature film that Production IG did. Got went out to rave reviews, <coughs> and then I watched Kurada. I watch, so I watched both to watch yeah. the differences, yeah. and I enjoyed both, but they were quite different. Those are the two. Uh, Kurara, Kurara was based on a, a novel by um, Makate Asai, and if, which was a novel in 2016, and then it was it was uh, it was made into the adaptation into that live action adaptation. Apparently, there's a third work as well, which I'm starting to read, which I just started started to read because you know it's available on ebook at the li- at the Toronto Public Library called. Um, Called the Ghost Brush. That's it's from a and it was written by a Canadian. All of these are fictionalized accounts of of Aoi um, Ka, uh, Katsuhika of Miss Hokusai because not much is known about her life. Um, they're not even totally sure when she died. That's because at a point after her father's death, she went missing and nobody knows what happened to her from that point. So that's what makes this. So everything, every all these three works that we're talking about the. Novel that the uh, the novel and the live action, the manga that led to Miss Hokusai, um, and this new one here, the Ghost Brush, they're all 
semi-fiction. Semi-fictional. Semi-fictional. There's some constants in it. Obviously, Hokusai himself, um, a student, uh, uh, one of his students named Zenjiro, who um, became a well-known painter, and I forgot his actual name, his, his, um, his, the name he would, write, he would draw under in his later life. But um, in Kurara, Zenjiro is presented as a possible romantic interest for, for Oe. In Masuhokusai, he, he's presented more of as, as an annoyance to <laughs> Oe. So I'm curious to see how he... Uh, and this was a real guy. Yeah. This was a real artist, too. He was well-known for, uh, for his erotic prints. So. And then and I'm, I've yet to get too far. I'm only a, first, a few pages into Ghostbrush, so I'm wondering how that'll... Uh, how how he'll be presented there, um, and by all accounts, she like in Miss Hokusai, um, she has a more dismissive attitude towards a lot of people, including her father, including Zenjiro. In Kurara, that, that's sort of there, but as time went, uh, it became like she had more empathy for for various things and and stuff. I mean, it's just, it's just so weird to see there's some fascination concerning her these days in this, in this, in this movement. I mean, Hokusai has been talked about for, obviously, centur- for centuries already. Be- but now we're talking about her daughter, his daughter. And I thought it was just fascinating. So there's a personal recommendation. Just anything concerning her. Just anything concerning her. Miss, whether it is Miss Hokusai. Or if you could find Kurara on television. Or in any form, mm-hmm. or take a read of the Ghost Brush. But I just thought I'd, I'd put that one, give that a thought. It's as interesting a that the disparity between all three adaptations. All three adaptations, yeah, yeah. Because as I said, there's only like they can only um, discern a little what what's known about her through um, accounts by who through written accounts by other by um, Hokusai's other students. What they what, what they were known to have written and said about her. And that's about it. She was a rather she was a rather messy character by all like the consistencies are probably based on consistencies that through those account through those third party accounts through per, third person accounts. The she was a rather sloppy, messy person, much like her father. So they often had it, and she lived with her father right up until he passed away, and they kept a very messy place. They were more in tune to just move, pick up, and move instead of actually clean their place. <laughs> That's, that's typical hermit behavior. Yeah, that's how that. But that's how they were. They they were more likely to they were more likely to eat out that, to get yeah. something buy something to eat as opposed to cook cook themselves because she neither of them ever cooked. In Miss in Miss Hokusai, um, Miss Hokusai, um, the their um, now I don't know I don't know if this is a stepmother or her mo- or um or always mom, but clearly there he clearly um. Hokusai's wife does not live with, with them. Because they feature a uh, like a little sister who I don't know whether I don't know whether or not she actually existed at this stage. But in um, in Kurara, there's no mention of a little sister. That's weird. But the, and the mother <laughs> lived with them, and the mother and their mom, her her mom lived with them. So there, it's just so. It's Those just, are wildly. That's, yeah, they're they're, yeah, they're that's, divergent, that's not but they're creepy all, at all. No, they're just they're <laughs> just. I just found it all fascinating, just to compare. So that's why I'm so eager to read go oh, uh, yeah. to try and read Ghostbrush just a little bit, just to see how though how how this third account will differ from the other two. 
So if you want a personal recommendation, at least that's one I can make right now. And here mm. they are looking at their Netflixes. Probably adding I am that not to looking at Netflix. I'm making a note. Well, that's good. That that works too. With my electronic device. Yes. Uh, that um, Nexus tablet, right? Yeah. But but there's a thought. Is there? But is there something that caught your attention? Or just in my own recommendation there, or? because you, I've I've asked for recommendations from you guys over the past I, couple months since Anime Roundtable returned, and I'm now here really I am. Hard. I find it really hard to recommend anything. Just or at least period. you know, yeah. give me dropping titles on me, right? The, can you repeat the brush name? Uh, the Ghost Brush. Ghost Brush. Okay. Um, the Ghost Brush. By Catherine Gauvier. I'll give you the spelling a bit later on. Okay. So it was, and that was, it's also called the Ghost Brush, and and according to Wiki, it could be also be called the Printmaker's Daughter. And um, the author is Canadian, so she'd be uh, after reading this, and then, you know, I'd like to pick her brain on this one one day. Just if, if I'm able to finish the whole thing. That sounds like a graphic novel title. It sounds doesn't like it could it, doesn't be. It, doesn't that sound like a graphic novel title? It would sound like a perfect graphic novel, novel yeah. title, but no, it's a regular novel. So I'm going to try and give it a read and maybe say a little bit more about it in a future episode. But there's my recommendation. There's my recommendation. If you like Miss Hokusai, try and find the uh, Miss Hokusai as a, as a recommendation. If you watched it, you liked it. There's other stuff about there's other stuff yeah. uh, other works uh, not by the by other artists and writers about her about her and might that might be worth yeah looking into just because maybe the 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 differences might be just fascinating yeah because sounds... I certainly found the differences fascinating but that's just me unrelated yes um, before we end off tonight but coming out or now into filming um. Oh God, I forgot the name. It was Ghost, Ghost Brigade. Ghost Brigade. The um, you know, Wolf. Sorry, Wolf Brigade. Oh, oh, Wolf Brigade. Live action. Wolf Brigade. Yes. Yeah. I was about to. I was thinking Wolf Warrior, but that's oh, not, no, that's a no, Chinese movie. No, Wolf Wolf thing is well. They, they described the one as a um, alternative version of Little Red Riding Hood, which is the oh. farthest you can possibly get. If Little Red Riding Hood is a bomb-toting terrorist, then yes, it is Little Red Riding Hood. Um, I, I, I've always found the Wolf Brigade stuff to be highly disjointed because they it went to you know games, they went to anime, they you know manga, and they're all kind of unrelated, but they are related. And so I'm not sure how they're going to tie that up, that up in the movie. I hope there's a little bit more, like coherence of background i will just write down these names like i mean i i mean i always yeah. take these cards just to write down the well, names right well it's like jin well it's jinro oh yeah. yeah oh that's yeah. right yeah. the live yeah. act now yeah. see that's now you're, you're like oh yeah yes <laughs> yeah yeah i know now you now jinro there's jinro and i know it by its japanese name yeah they're, they're, they're that's right they've started taping they've yeah. started filming a live action it's, it's funny because i said wolf brigade and you're like i have no idea what that is yes <laughs> Jinro, oh, oh yeah, Jinro, live action. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, yeah, let me. That's my last note for tonight. Um, that looks like a possible thing, just because it. What is that game? Where the, with the Hellgasts? Um, we'll have to look that up after we're done. Oh, I, for, I forget. But again, <laughs> again, very the 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 troops in it. It's a PlayStation game. Have very similar armor okay. types to that. Yeah, I just. Yeah, we're all at a loss. We're, yeah, we're, I have no idea. I mean, yeah. we're old. We should be parents. No. <laughs> I should, that's like the last thing I should be. 
Always looking for that new anime. No, I no, shouldn't be a no. parent. <laughs> anyway, let's leave it at let's leave all this at that, okay? This is that. Let's leave all this at that. Um as I said, if I if I as I get further into if I'm able to finish the book, maybe get a real copy if I like it enough. Yeah. I'll let you I'll uh, give a, a further thought on uh, on the ghost brush. That'd be good. But did I at least pique your pique some curiosity yeah, you did, you by did. saying that? Muhammad's been silent the entire time. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just uh, listening in, taking it in, taking it in. Yeah, like I uh, like I did the last. Yeah, yeah, taking what you guys were saying too. Yeah, and uh, hopefully I'll be back here again sometime for another taping. Maybe. Well, it's good. Who knows? It was great to see you. It was great to see you. Likewise. I mean, I think yeah. it's been a couple of years. It's been like three, four years since I last saw you. Yeah. Up until we when we met up at the uh, to watch uh, Belgium beat Brazil. <laughs> all all the while, remember that guy. In that in the in that pub, the Brazilian, the guy who was dressed up in the Brazilian uniform jersey, yeah. but he was cheering, he was for, cheering every for every Belgium? Belgium goal. Yeah, that was that was that great. Was weird, that was hilarious. Cool, that was cool. Though. That was hilarious. So hopefully, yeah. we won't have to wait for another World Cup. Probably not. Show up. Oh no, I no, no! I I, hope I, I not. might be here as soon as Christmas for a visit for the cool. family and the sure. family. The other maid cafe, the other maid cafe, the other extreme. Yeah, you'll, yeah. so we'll do. He'll visit in cold weather. Great. I swear the last time I was here for a taping, it was like the inverse of this temperature. It was. It is hot out. Like you it just, you add a minus to what it currently is. And that was what it was. Yeah. Because it was like a freeze wave or something going well, on at that time. It well, had just broken. So well, yeah. Yeah. Well, when the gates of uh, frozen, of uh, freezing hell break loose, you know, yeah. this is the best thing you can do. You come indoors and you tape an episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Well, if you, well, you know, you're invite always invited, obviously, around the microphones. You're invited to just tape a segment, you know, just tape a monologue. Do talk about what's on your mind. You just have like, some kind of device. I have yeah, a device. Record, yeah. yeah. Just record it and send it to me and we'll put integrate it Integrate it. Yeah, we'll maybe, integrate maybe, it maybe I'll do like a reportage, you know. You could on, be like foreign correspondent. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Foreign correspondent. Underground us, foreign yeah. correspondent. Sure. What's happening no, in the under, a, anime underground. Tell us a story about how it's going in Dubai when, you, uh, yeah. when you're there. Just like what, what caught your attention sometime. Yeah. And then if, as soon as I figure out how to properly tape a Skype call or something, maybe we will actually have you on for an interview. I'll, I'll, I'll do a reportage on the Maid Cafe in Dubai and I'll that report That sounds me. like, yeah, yes. Just tell, yeah. The, tell us a story. That is your duty. Yeah. Well, anyway. Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed, little one. <laughs> let's leave it at that. If, if any, Let's leave it at that. If you have any comments, questions... Why the hell did you get to this point in the recording? What, how the hell did you manage to listen to the whole thing? But if you did... <laughs> why are you here? No. <laughs> yeah, one, why are you here? Two, if you have any comments, why not contact us? You've gotten to this point. Oh, Where really, can I recommend a, a North American writer? Oh, sure. Okay, well, then, 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 we, then we'll sign off. Yeah, um, okay. Joe Lansdale. Joe, Lan- I think you brought up that name before. Probably happened, yes. Leonard, which I started reading before anyone else. Well, anyone because before he became popular, thank God. Um, I did not know he was also the writer of Bubba Hotep, and he also did some Batman Beyond and Superman the animated mm-hmm. series. Yeah, no, he's got a huge, huge. I I started reading him for his cowboy supernatural stuff. You have mentioned him, yeah. And then and then it went off to like Happen Leonard, which is Texas guys who have bad things happen to them on a continual basis. 
Uh, really good, really good guy. We'll look him up. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, I know. Before, and I, because I know I've written that that title down before. Happen Leonard. Yes. Okay. I, I, think, um, I think you. I think you and Norm ganged up on me over it's that probably, one. Probably. Uh, it's probably one of the most approachable stuff series wise. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has characters from other novels that he's written occasionally show up in that too. So it's mm-hmm. interesting. There's a thought. Yeah. Well, if you, okay, so once again to the audience, since if they've gotten back to this point in the video, in Go the and taping, read that and then file your book reports. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we'll, you'll, you'll be marked next time. If you have a question, if anyone out to the listeners out there, before as we end off this evening, if you have any questions or comments or flames, because hell, that could happen. Hit us up on Twitter at Anime Roundtable. That's a, that's an easy one to remember. I can't, I, like I said, I can't believe that handle was still available. At Anime Roundtable on Twitter or email us animeroundtable at gmail.com. We're on a, we're on SoundCloud. We're, I know for sure we're on iTunes with this podcast. If you want to check out the rest of the archive, uh, www.sixtalk.com. Just remember you use the Drake styling and it's still there, but it has yet to be updated. Our, the original Anime Roundtable website, animeroundtable.com. I'll try to I'll try to update that too. I should I should try I should try and reactivate the Facebook group as well. Shouldn't I? Yeah. I actually got a request. I actually got a request. I actually got a request to to um, to, uh, to join that group earlier <laughs> the, er, er, a couple days ago. Well, then go. Yeah, I know because yeah. there's like half a dozen. I think yours is amongst them too. We'll update. We'll try and update that soon. But wouldn't mind knowing that you're out there. It's nice to know somebody wanted to join Please the group. Please email us. We're so lonely. No, we're not. No, it's not that bad. Oh, really? <laughs> we're not that lonely. <laughs> well, I'll see you. I'll see you in a. I'll see you in a, a couple tapings ahead. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you. As I said, same invite. Yeah. You can do the do a do a do a, share a story oh, yeah. sometime on what's on your mind. All right. You too, Mohammed. Great seeing you. Thanks. It's great to be here. Yeah, great. Thanks for doing it. So how'd you find it? First show. Great. Do it again? Yes, definitely. I'm, th- I'm in. All right. Yeah. Well, let us know when you're in town again, okay? For sure. All right. That's it for tonight. Join us again for another edition of the Anime Roundtable on the Six Talk Podcast Network.